0: So page 17, chapter 2, there is a solution. So, we of Alcoholics Anonymous know thousands of men and women who were once just as hopeless as Bill. Nearly all have recovered, they have solved the drink problem. We are average Americans. All sections of this country and many of its occupations are represented, as well as many political, economic, social and religious backgrounds. We are people who normally would not mix, but there exists amongst us a fellowship, a friendliness, and an understanding, which is indescribably wonderful. We are like the passengers of a great liner the moment after rescue from shipwreck, when camaraderie, joyousness, and democracy pervade the vessel from steerage to captain's table. Unlike the feelings of the ship's passengers, however, our joy in escape from disaster does not subside, as we go our individual ways. The feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us, but that in itself would never have held us together as we are now joined. The tremendous factor for every one of us is that we have discovered a common solution. We have a way out on which we can absolutely agree and upon which we can join in brotherly and harmonious action. This is the great news this book carries to those who suffer from alcoholism. So uh, yeah, with that, I'll pass it over to you, Paul. All
1: right, thank you, and uh, sorry we got off a little late today. Poor alcoholic. Um, Yeah, well, yeah, the I like the well, I like the whole reading, but the feeling of having shared in a common peril is one element in the powerful cement which binds us so a common pa- uh, peril with uh, so a common peril uh experienced by a large large group yes So there's one thing that defeats us, or it's not a thing. There's something that defeats us, and that something isn't a some things. It's not like thousands of things. Yeah. It resides in one place, the mind. Yeah. And it talks to us as us. It's like a parasite knowing its own hostility to the host comes up with a great strategy i'm going to convince the host that it's the parasite yeah how does it do it just constant suggestion and assumption and reinforcement yeah and it's a point as we don't know any better because we grew out of something let's say childhood and we grew into something which became dominant by a mental state. Do you remember when you were young? If uh, even if you were in a bad situation, there were a lot of moments where there was just a, a liberated joy of, you know, playing and living. And then there was one day that you did something, and it was accompanied by thought. And then everything seemed to be accompanied by thought, unless. And then you hit a certain age where you had to do some extreme shit to not be accompanied by thought, like jumping into a quarry from a long, you know, big dive or going into the ocean in big waves. You had to have something that would override, you know, that accompaniment with thought. And even though after the event, that was free from thought, the thought would claim the event. You'd walk out of the water worried did anyone see me catch that big wave? The riding of the way became secondary. The appearance of being the rider of the way became the dominant theme. You've got to have a sense of the difference of living and interpretation. Yeah. One's dry and lives on the hope that somehow, someday it's going to be a lot better than it is now, whatever it is now doesn't seem to be enough. The other is just a joy of and a gratitude for what's happening in a way. Even though it may not be good, it tends to lead to good in the, in the guidance of recovery. Like the worst thing that ever happened to us becomes the best thing that ever happens to us. So we get out of the judgment business. We're not going to stop judging. We've never judged. Something is judging. And I don't believe it's of us. And that's how it does, that's how it lives here. It compares, it judges one thing to another thing. Yeah, it get some kind of semblance of direction. But this idea is not, uh, you know, I've been a judger my whole life, I'm gonna vow not to judge anymore. That's just more obsession with self. You just get disarmed and you realize you're outmatched. And then there's a certain surrender, and then you allow something, you don't allow it, but something starts doing for you what you couldn't do for yourself, just like you while you were under the influence of alcoholism. But the, we don't seem to be able to see that. We don't seem to be able to see that something did through us what we would never do by ourselves. But we do see something is doing for us now that we can't do for ourselves. And there's a lot of gratitude and honor for that. What about the seeing of the other thing that did through us shit we would never have come up with? There's no way. There's no way I would have been looking to buy a a quarter acre on the rug so I could graze for fucking cocaine droppings, yeah? On all fours and fighting off other people, wishing I had a like a fence around a certain section, and, a, and perceiving lint as cocaine or some fucking rock that was in someone's shoe. Yes, I mean, Jesus Christ, you're going to tell me I did that? We were driven, we've been driven, we are driven. Yeah, and you can tell the driver by the fruit. You know, you can tell sooner or later by the destinations you arrive at and how the ride was, yeah, how rocky and how fucking agitated it was or how traveling lighter. Yeah. And so you're under, you know, you're under new supervision. Yeah. A new employer instead of the old employer. That's the way of recovery as an action figure. The action figure can be seems to be able to have two masters and you can't have them at the same time. Yeah. So you know, I was lucky. It didn't seem like I was gonna come to this realization. It had to be downloaded. I had to be struck into uh, malleability. I had to be struck and I didn't even know it, but I you know you know, I have the ability to be convinced and something convinced me and it wasn't anything that happened. And it wasn't a person or a tree or, you know, a job or, you know, a resort cottage, it was something other than that, It was some power that blew in a new way that put it into something that had been burning my whole life up for years. Yeah. I didn't need any more evidence after that, to tell you the truth. Yeah. I knew that I was in the grips of a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body. I was in the grips of something. Yeah. So yeah, this, and you know, who knew how, do you go out shopping for belonging Yeah. I didn't even know things I needed as an action figure. I had no idea. Where do you shop for that? I didn't know purpose brings out the best in us, a purpose other than our self-purpose. You know, AA brought the best out of me. I would do for people through AA that I wouldn't do for them on my own. That's for sure. I'd show up for commitments, not to a person, but because it was AA. Because I had a lot of gratitude being saved from that hell, yeah. And then I felt belong. I felt a few months. I was feeling better. You know that that feeling you wake up with isn't isn't uh, inherent. It's not. It's conditional. Yeah. If you're feeling like you have a purpose and you sense you have a sense of belonging and some worth came back to you by your behaviors, you feel better. Yeah, that pressure is a little off. You're not like a vice that's ready to squeeze more all day. Yeah. I don't know how. why am I feeling this way? I mean, we're out to lunch, obviously. Yeah. So we're going to be led by something (laughs) because we're out to lunch. We need direction, good orderly direction, or we'll just wander around falling into the same holes and then meeting a professor of hole down in the hole. Yeah, so. The overall view in the past was I was running the show. The overall view now is something else is running the show. The show looks a whole lot different, completely, yeah. Maybe there's different sponsors every year, instead of selling pancake mix, it's selling something else. But basically the show feels a whole lot different than it used to, yes? There's a huge pressure that's off me because I've been relieved of having to be in the outcome business, I have. I truly believe there was a contract and that contract said having a new employer right now, Paul, it's going to take care of you if you perform its works well, which is very vague, isn't it? <laughs> and then if you stay close to it and you can't be far from omnipresence, can you? A power that's present all at everywhere at all times. I mean, there's <laughs> no effort to be close to that. So now I fulfill the contract. Yeah, something's going to take care of me now. All right. The results are in. Has something taken care of me for 34 years? Yes, it has. Those are the results. This isn't wishful thinking. There were so many times where my little mental logic and my way of figuring things out was stumped completely. How is this going to work? Yeah, and yet it worked over and over and over again. What do I realize with that? Well, I realize a lot of stuff. I feel gratitude and then I feel the, failed, the failedness of a failed system. My head doesn't, doesn't have a farsighted view. Yes, it doesn't. It's myopic. It's enclosed. I see everything as it pertains to me and that me I'm not. Yeah, it's a failed system. What can it show you? It's failed. What happens if you're convinced that it's failed? I feel there's a migration of faith from the finite self to the infinite. If you wanna describe it in any way, that's a good description from the book, yeah? Perhaps the better way is losing its, you know, faith in the infinite, losing faith in the finite self. Yeah. What is faith in the finite self look like? fucking believing a lot of false evidence and then allowing it to appear real yes that's what it looks like what does it look like a life of rationalization blaming others excuses because the thing doesn't deliver the goods it's a failed system yeah what does it look like it looks like that it may lead you to complete incomprehensible demoralization yeah It may lead you to the realization that this thing isn't getting it. This thing self can't get out of self. No matter how much evidence is that it's not managerial quality, it will just say, well, if I could only manage better, it would work out. And on and on, it doesn't get it. Yeah. The the horse is dead. You got to leave it. So perhaps there's a better way. Yes, we're in it. So all I'm attempting to say is, I believe the root of the dilemma is a foreign installment. It's not of us. We can be free from it, instead of trying to be free as it, because that does not work. Self cannot be free as self. It doesn't work, yeah? It's one of the huge major failness of the system, yeah? it believes it can get out of itself it can't yeah so there that's why i believe in the book in the beginning being convinced is the requirement yeah being convinced any life run on self-will can hardly be a success we could write it down there's a number of conditions that you need to be convinced of Yeah, why? Because if you're not, you're gonna give it an inch and it's gonna take a mile. Yeah. You won't even know there's a reliance on it. You won't. Yeah. It will tell you, you know, you'll say, Oh, I have no faith. There's faith in that. Yeah. So, yeah. So all the readings are incredible. The book is incredible. I'm more concerned about who's claiming to be the hero of the message. Yes. Is it the problem? Does your head hear it and your heart hear it? And does the head override the heart? Let's call it that way. You wanna image it that way?
0: Yeah.
1: What's what? is the message and what gets the message. What gets the message neuters the message. What is the message starts living it. Yeah. Yeah. So it can just start so simply. You're going to see manifestations of self in your life. You are. Yeah. Why not see them as manifestations of self instead of calling them yours? That's a simple starting point. Yeah. You don't have to go to all three common manifestations. Just go to one. Resentment, my resentment. See the difference. I have not seen... An undomesticated resentment thrive for more than a couple of hours, maybe, maybe a day or a night. If you drink, it may be a weekend. Yeah. But my resentment, fucking 35, 60 years, it thrives. <laughs> what the, I there's a huge role we have in it, isn't there? What comes before the resentment? What is the who what's having a resentment? What's having it? So there's something before and then a resentment occurs and something has the resentment. At least in our English language, it sounds like I had a resentment today, yeah? Who is that that had the resentment? What is that? Is it self that had the resentment? Hmm. Well, if it is, then it's not yours. It's self's resentment. Yeah. Doesn't mean you don't have to deal with it. It just means you're not. It's like, you know, the, you know the, the high-end coffees now, single origin. You know, they come from one place, the only plant. It's not a mix of a lot of beans. Single origin. Yeah. The single origin of, of resentment is self, not you the resentment has you self has the resentment yeah self has the resentment and then the resentment has you yeah how does it have you as self you see it self says it has the resentment the feeling of it is seems like a resentment has you, doesn't it? That's how it feels. I mean, why would you, you know, it's sort of like you didn't go to a store looking for a puppy and a cat and then get a resentment. I, I oh, this is my resentment. I have a resentment now. I've got this little thing. No, the resentment seemed to intervene on your life. It seemed to color your day. It seemed to p- cause a misperception. Yes or no? So in a sense, if you describe it, it feels like a resentment had me, yeah? Just like a lot of shit has me all day, yeah? But instead, but from the self's point of view, the self had the resentment because the resentment is a manifestation of self. So it's very clear the single origin. Self has the resentment, exactly. Then the resentment has you. The resentment has me, but first self has the resentment. It's called mine, and now it has you. <laughs> You're had by a resentment. You're not having one, are you? Really? <laughs> mm. Well, that would state that would be a pretty good indication of powerlessness yes so being had by a resentment seems that you have no immunity to the resentment why is that because you're identified as self yeah and to self it doesn't seem like an attack it has it it's the origin of it yeah It's its children, so to speak. That's what I wanted to get across ever since it dawned on me years and years ago in AA. Just trying to put it out there for some person who has the ears to hear and the eyes to see, and maybe it will work for them. You know, that's the hope, or it was. It's extinguished for a long time now. But just so that you can travel lighter to the extent that's possible not to the extent the head will allow you to, but to the extent that traveling lighter is possible on its own condition, not on self's condition. Yeah. Traveling lighter isn't, you don't have 40 different fucking accessories. You travel lighter, hopefully. You outgrow the need for fucking quick fixes and shit like that, and you're just somewhat okay all the time, yeah. Your financial situation may not be okay, but you're not a financial situation. So your okayness doesn't have to be wedded to other things. Yes. You can be okay while the ship seems to be sinking. You can. Yeah. So if you knew, and this sounds crazy and you rely on the book, go to page 64, the third paragraph, and read a sentence. Being convinced, that's the requirement, of what? What do we need to be convinced of? Self-manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. If you are, yeah, so if you are going back to being convinced, or you want to be, or you're keen on the idea now, we will now look at its common manifestations. And then the next paragraph is resentment. So resentment obviously is a manifestation of self in our life. It would be interesting to feel, why am I I calling them mine then? Yeah. Yeah. When I didn't understand that's cool, but now you understand that they're manifestations of self, you've been convinced. So the time to stop calling them yours is right now. And then that will grow into not acting like they're yours. Yeah. And not being had by them. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's an instruction in the book, page 64. Do a small little inventory if you're new. See if it's different when it's held as your resentment or a resentment. I think it's usually different. Yeah. And now compound that with how many seeming resentments occur. And that lightness of seeing it as a resentment instead of yours is compounded. Because after a while, there's a lot of my resentments and a lot of my fears yes so that little added weight has now be amassed to a big weight and it's almost as if you're living under a rock at this point yeah and you don't know any better you have lost the possibility of really feeling liberated so if it just you know gets dialed down a little bit that's great but there is more possibility yeah it's great that there's relief any bit of it but there's a lot more available not as a greedy consumer but as a fact yeah yeah enjoying peace of mind feeling the conscious presence of something yeah that you'll be reborn that's a huge effect eh? Hmm. hmm So, yeah, I'm so happy that, that you know, they have this opportunity because seriously, I think I would have loved to hear it when I was coming into AA sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thanks, bro.
0: Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Paul. Okay. If anyone's got a question for Paul, please uh, raise your virtual hand or if you don't want to speak, uh, if you put a message in my chat box, I'll read it out for you. I've got a question for Anu for you. Anu, if you'd like to unmute yourself. anyone
1: wants to share, they can share too. It doesn't have to just be questions, but... Let's not just go into an ID, you know,
0: 30-minute story. who has got a question.
2: Yeah, I actually, no, just a
1: comment. Um, I've been listening to you for about a year, Paul, and um, I can say there's been some immunity here from the old messages. They, they're still coming up, but somehow um, they don't have the same force they used to or some of the energy has gone out of it, or maybe I realize that's not, they're not mine, so... It it does work. Just listening to this message works. Nothing else is really required. It's just uh, you know, attend the set songs and yeah. yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Yes. Traveling lighter doesn't have to there doesn't have the big doesn't have to be a big demonstration of thought and effort to travel lighter. Travel lighter is a relief from having to have a lot of thought and effort. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. But thanks, Anu. Yes. I've watched a lot of people's facial structure change in the Zooms. Yeah.
0: Kurt's got a question for you. Kurt, if you'd like to unmute yourself. Yeah, got it. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. You know, I wanted to throw this out there. You know, sometimes we'll tell newer people, we'll say, look, when you become aware of this, you know, what you're talking about, just say, thanks for sharing next. Thanks for sharing next. Like, just acknowledge it. You know, you're, you're hearing this commentary. Thanks for sharing next. You know, you don't fight it. You just let it let it ramble on because eventually nobody's listening to it you know the bar, like you said you know K. paul it's just uh it just uh, lessons so i just wanted to throw that out there yeah yes yes yeah thanks paul
1: a lot of outgrowing yeah like they use in the book there's certain there's conditions they're not inherent they're not absolute they were manufactured And now new conditions are being manufactured and the plant called Paul and Kurt and Kim is gonna grow better in the new conditions. Yeah. The plant had all the potential in the old conditions, but the old conditions wasn't allowing those potentials to bear fruit. Now you're in new conditions and now that potentiality is bearing fruit enjoying peace of mind yeah knowing the word serenity and understanding peace these are the fruit of the new conditions yeah all rooted in really two fundamental points there needs to be a quit playing god or a loss of interest in self and there is something greater than us that will do for us yeah So this idea of a power, that power may be you, it may be whatever, it doesn't matter. But there is a power that will become influential that will override the lower power that seemed to be dominant. Yes. So almost like the moon always sort of wanes when the sun comes up. Yes. When the moon is masquerading at the sun, you're living in a a world of night all the time. Yeah. You don't see much shit clear. But when the sun comes up, the moon seemingly in a way disappears. Not literally, yes, but it's diminished. Yeah. So I feel like we are all in that process, knowing it or not. Yeah. And there's fundamental things that this whole process pivots on, which is losing interest in self. And you can't do that as self. Losing trying to go sign up for a two-year course of how to lose interest in self, identified as self, is a reinforcement of self. So it's an it's a backdoor interest in self, your hope to get out of it. Yes. We don't see stuff. The mental state doesn't care, loves you to try to escape from this idea because it reinforces the idea in the in the first place. Yeah. Look at how many, Jesus Christ, (laughs) tons of, you know, getaways, (laughs) all this constantly promised, but you never get away, you get it, you know, it's always seemingly goes with you. (laughs) Yeah, so it's not escaping it's outgrowing yeah it's really not escaping you will just outgrow it yeah it's just over yeah yeah i mean it keeps giving me directions make a left make a right but i tend up every day seems to go straight (laughs) it doesn't matter so (laughs) yeah (laughs) so yeah (laughs) It's sort of fun, anyway, to hear it say, go left, and then you don't. You ever see, you know, the GPS, when you're not following its dictates, there's a pause, and then it recollects. And actually, then, it never thinks of a U-turn. It takes you on a labyrinth to get back, where your head says, oh, this is much easier. I could just turn around. But it doesn't do that, the GPS, no? No. It sends you, and then, uh, why didn't I just pull in that driveway and turn around? Yes, you see it's fucking faults clearly, yeah? And you see, if you're not following its, it gets stumped, it pauses, and it has to recollect. What's that? That's us. We're that which is there when it pauses, yeah? Now, some of the GPS is fine. But when it starts going into the meaning of things, (laughs) life's purpose, it doesn't. (laughs) You gotta, there's a reliance on the pause. Yeah. 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 (laughs) And the funny thing is, sometimes you stop and you know that a U turn would just do it, but. You go with the faith in the fucking GPS, and then take, oh, go this way, and then you're back. I could have done it in a second, yeah? What's that but a learning experience? I'm not fucking relying on that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> remember that old thing I, I had, a, it was in out up in uh, Massachusetts. I was going to some event, and. It was a country area and there was a little mini commotion at this railroad track and a crossing and the cops were there. And so we had to stop. So we rolled down our window and asked him what happened. And they said, oh, a lady was listening to a GPS. It told her to turn right on the railroad tracks. She got on the railroad tracks, hearing that everything bumping. She kept going. She kept believing. She had the faith in the GPS, so she went down about 20 yards down the railroad tracks. So they had to get a special thing to pull her out. (laughs) So you're hearing the bump, 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 but no, no, faith. (laughs) Faith in the system. (laughs) That's insane, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> you become dependent on something. Yes, we, we have that quality quite easily. We, come, we become dependent on a lot of things very quickly. Yeah. And a lot of those things are inherently going to fail us. They are. The GPS, you may be out of Wi-Fi range of shit. Yes something yeah and then you're left to your own devices and you're like completely overwhelmed that's the condition we're in when we come into aa we're in the process of outgrowing that yeah because we're not going to keep relying on tons of shit we're going to rely on this idea of a higher power yeah we're going to sign up for that and then see what happens yeah and it produces the goods so yeah, I always see the mental state like a GPS. It's got very old maps. <laughs> it says there's an accident ahead while you're the accident right now. <laughs> Watch out, there's a car on the side. That's where you should be <laughs> on the side.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, great one, inform me. (laughs) You know, I had a thing when I was in the hospital getting run over by the cars, you know, the car. Thank God I didn't have great faith in the medical thing. So they were giving me terrible forecasts for the rest of my life. But luckily, I had a little, I had a suspension of belief in them. Yeah, I just believed in something greater. Yeah. And it it really helped my attitude and outlook through those days, because every week they'd be, you're never gonna walk again, shit like that. It was like, wow, I'm gonna cut my leg off. I mean, it was wild. And uh, if I was relying on them, I would have been a wreck completely. Yeah, but I wasn't. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Ready for some more questions, Paul? Got a couple yeah, for sure. you. Yeah. Okay, um, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right. Kimia, could you unmute yourself? And apologies if I got your name wrong.
3: Yes, you absolutely did get it right. My name is Kimia, I'm joining you from Toronto. And today is Tuesday, I choose to be in this space. So thank you, Paul, wherever you were coming from, uh, as we were waiting for this meeting, you are all doing an amazing job. Everybody who is of service to this meeting. So uh, ever so effortlessly, and when you talk about GPS, you just took me back to what it, none of this applies to my understanding when you start driving in a country that um, cannot assume my first world privileges to be a priority. And that was driving in Costa Rica when my GPS can only tell me what is uh, ahead of me but it's not a full map. Because once you have to cross a river that you can't match the end to, you just have to assume what is ahead and it just puts everything into perspective And I have to ask this question from you, Paul, because today is about generous listening for me. And I would love to hear you, as I hear you refer to this undercurrent of okayness as you travel in life, that undercurrent that says you are not your conditions you are not the domestication of your resentments. And there is an allowance of allowing things to be and leave and serve a purpose elsewhere without the overthinking and the codependency that comes about because once I let go of my resentments, I'm gonna have to think about the resentment I let go of. So this return to a state of being, as you describe, what is that undercurrent of okayness for Paul as an experienced, felt, embodied um, type of a being?
1: Uh, well, first of all, you, you don't say it, you know it. You know the undercurrent. You don't have to say much. Uh, I think it's described pretty good in the book. Uh, you feel the conscious presence of a higher power, and after feeling it for a while, you sort of are the conscious presence of the higher power, yeah? So while there's a lot of ups and downs and things, you've watched the the fragmentation of a movie, but the movie's more like a mural, yes? and things that happen in one fragmented thing play a big role in the other fragmented. And then you just see it more like a mural in a way. And, uh, and the sense of the screen as that which never changes and is the context of all the changing and all the appearance, lends a meaning to you over time that brings about a soothing and a calm where uh, you would have to be seeking and searching for that soothing and calming quite a lot. So yeah, that's how it is. And as a, as Paul, uh, hmm. Paul doesn't really check in on Paul's condition that much. So yeah, I know I'm always here and, there you go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. That's all I can say about it now. But the underlying current, I would say in the third step, it's that conscious presence. Uh, something's moving through you. It's sort of like through the note that plays through you, you can tell the breath that blew it, stuff like that. Yes? Yeah, so.
3: Is that what you also refer to as returning to malleability?
1: No, returning to malleability, uh, I don't think I was ever malleable. So it wasn't a returning to it. I was brought to malleability uh the head was at least so uh all of its preconceived convictions sort of uh were punched like swiss cheese and shit came in (laughs) (laughs) through the holes yeah so yeah i thought i knew what was going on i was convinced of that and i was wrong so that's what uh that was the rude awakening. and then once that the uh the dike broke, the water just came coming, just kept coming, <laughs> yeah, which brought a lot of humility and, and uh yeah, so yeah, I'd say that's how it is um, I wasn't really brought to malleability, it was forced on me, seriously. I mean, I was at, it was just the day that something changed. It was just a regular day at the office. It it got to a point where I had, uh, the seemingly hopeless state was hopeless state. Yeah. And I really had lost, uh, any possibility of it being different I just wanted to stay loaded until I went to jail institutions and or death probably hoping for death a little more than one should I guess (laughs) so because the institutions and jail uh rotation was getting tired so yeah uh something just intervened and put a stop to it now that stop I believe would have just gotten gotten integrated into the same old movie. But a train of circumstances set off consequences that brought me great fortune, which is I was brought to an AA meeting that night and uh, I've been sober ever since. So I needed a way of life, I feel. I can't say I can't guarantee it being truthful that because I didn't find out any other way. But it sure feels like uh, that moment would have died on the vine in a couple of days, in this case. Yeah. Because I would say I was an a example of a real addict and a real alcoholic. I had passed along, crossed the line that there's no returning from, in a way. Yeah. So yeah, that's how I see it today.
0: You got time for one more question, Paul? Thank it's you. Only 20 past. Yeah,
1: I have plenty of time today.
0: Okay, great. So going from Kim here to Kim. Kim, if you'd like to unmute yourself.
2: Sure. Um, thank you, Paul, so much for uh, your time today. And thanks to everybody for being here. I just wanted to share um, a recent experience that I had where I think the last time I checked in here, I was um, talking about the gravitational pull that you had talked about, where um, slowly we just start to like, you know, we're pulled by a gravitational pull. And I remember in the meeting, I said um, that I felt like I was being torn in half, that, you know, half of me was getting pulled towards something better and half of me was probably just clinging on to something I didn't want to let go of, but I was um, just suffering from that and um, didn't even really realize it. And then a couple of days later, um, I was driving in my car and I came to a stoplight and this, you know, the, that voice or the self came into my head and was like, you know, talking a bunch of shit about something, trying to get me all freaked out. And I had this visual where I was like, <laughs> I, I I like opened the door to the party, to that bean. And I was like, hey, welcome to the party, you know, come on in. And it was so funny because it was like those commercials where like the raid bug spray, yeah. you know, where it was like, oh no. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like, I felt like the, the bug spray. And it was like, I wasn't, I didn't feel combative against that self. I didn't feel like I needed to fight with it or anything. I was just like, come on in. And it was so stunned that it just sort of like vanished. And it was just really hilarious. And and I've had like this sort of growing sense of like contentment because there's this increasing sort of pattern when that happens. I am starting to just kind of laugh at it. Like it's not really all that serious. It's just my head. And then today I um, was doing my meditation and really for the first time I had this experience where um, I had, I was doing my meditation, which I hate doing. I can only sit for five minutes and I, I resist it and I don't like it, and I, but I do it anyways. And, you know, my head was thinking about all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I felt this like transition from my head to my heart, like really opening, like just this sense of like, for the, like my heart chakra just felt like it was open. And I thought, wow, this is a new sort of like uh GPS. Like it felt like a new center. Yeah. And this felt like a part you know it just didn't feel as relevant like it felt like oh my god this feels so much better than this and it was like a like a i could feel really the difference in being like in touch or just aware of this like openness in my heart that was like just so much more grounding and and it just kind of rendered this less important and i just really just wanted to share that because the last time i checked in i was really complaining a lot about the gravitational pull and now i understand what you mean like i feel like there's this gravitational pull that is pulling me stronger in one direction and i you know that's all that's all i have
1: that's great that's fantastic yeah. Sometimes it's like a tug of war. And both sides want you to come on one of the sides, because you're the integral part. So if you lean one way, there it goes. Yeah. If you lean the other way, it seems to be very stubborn and, and difficult and has a lot of oomph. But if you lean the other way, it, it's completely different. You're the big player in a way, yeah? What we are, what we represent. You know, there's a statement out of another book called The Course in Miracles, where they have a, they present uh, doing these lessons for one year. And one of the lessons is lesson two. (laughs) I like the early ones. Lesson two, which is, you and I give everything all the meaning it has, yeah? So when you're getting pulled by the new gravitation, you give a different meaning to the old news broadcasts. They're not CNN anymore. They're like Comedy Central, or it starts growing. So it's like a satire, like the Daily Show. Yeah? Yeah. Completely, it's... and. And the show is based on the audience, really. Yeah. We're the audience in a way. Something's trying to win us over to go one way. And the other thing has a great reliance on its on its own sense. And so it pulls you in a silent manner in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to get caught in that jet stream because uh, in a weird way, when they say, we manufacture our own misery in a way they're right. I And I, then I don't believe it in another way. Yeah. So we're a facility that can be used to manufacture a lot of stuff, service, empathy, self-centeredness, sense of entitlement. Yeah. It's based on what's running the factory. Yeah. Really? The machine can build like a, in a new electric car or a tank yeah it just matters what the intent is given to it yeah so in a way we are the manu- there is a manufacturing i don't believe we're the one doing it but there's we manufacture a lot of stuff yeah when something runs the factory we manufacture misery and may maybe we specialize in that the factory becomes specialized but it isn't it's broad it can make a lot of stuff yeah it's based on what's running the show I'll tell you the truth what's running the factory so, yeah you just shared what it's like when something else is running the factory yeah there you go it's the, it's heart-based instead of head-based, whatever, however you look at it. It's just recognizing a different flow or a different current in the water, yeah? Yeah. Something is pushing me in a different way than this other current pushes me with franticness and fucking piling on and tons of thoughts. This other thing is pushing me in a much more comfortable manner, Yeah. Yeah which is, an, you know, you start having an assurance before you need to be assured, yeah? You have an assurance, yeah. Great, man, thanks for the share. Anyone else?
0: There's no other questions at the moment. Well,
1: what's the time, is it?
0: uh... 11.30, Paul.
1: Oh, good. Hey, so what's... We can end, say goodbye, or if anyone wants to jump in, more than happy to hang out. But let's say say hello to Bill C., Mr. Church. we got Walter, always a pleasure to see Walter. Rich, thank you for the service, and like the lady said, for everyone who helped set this thing up, because uh, I'm truly just visiting. <laughs> I don't even know how to start the meeting (laughs) if I had to. (laughs) I I just come like everyone else, really. Someone's doing all the work. We got Mrs. H. I'm going to keep it at that. I like that. Nice to see you, hon. Yeah. Kurt, always a pleasure. Mickey, always a pleasure again. Chris. Oh, yeah. Chris, nice to see you, my friend there. Kim, thank you for the share. Now, your head will want love you to forget, but we won't forget what you just shared. Yes? So we'll remind you of your own experience. <laughs> Mark the date, yes. The time. Because the head will make some fucking shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work with this guy, and his head was very incredible. It it would make something that a lot of people go extremely unique to him, and it would be called the problem. And I worked with him for years, so he would present the newest, the problem. And I said, well, is it the one from March 2019? No, this is the problem, but that was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so some of us we need a a, a companion like a litmus test to keep the <laughs> to keep the right pH there <laughs> the head's incredible really It'll forget a miracle like that it will <laughs> completely and yet' it'll, it'll remember a feigned uh, uh, slight for 40 years. It's insane yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so we got, uh, we went to Kim, Roman, as always, nice to see you. Tommy, oh, yeah, also, if you're interested in some more uh, talks today, we do one 4.30 Pacific time on a different topic with another group called Awakening Together. Uh, yeah, so if you're interested, it's on the website same page events. All right. Uh, we got Connor from Dublin. Nice to see you. Hey, Kristen, I'm gonna be in the Philadelphia area.
2: Yeah, I'm coming.
1: I'm going to be in Doylestown. But I'm gonna uh, I'll give you my number before and then you can meet us before the meeting and stuff.
2: Yeah, I have your number.
1: Oh, great, great. So we'll talk as we get closer to the time. All
2: right, sounds good.
1: Yeah, we'll be roaming around down there for the day.
2: Great. And I might see you in New Jersey.
1: Yeah, come on up. It's going to be – that usually has a good juice because it just does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Great, yeah. All right, stay in touch then with my – call me.
2: Yeah, I will. Great.
1: All right. So we got a new thank you, Anu, as always. Yes, you know, traveling light seems to be a very small statement, but as a living of experience, it's huge. Yeah, it's very huge, really. Yeah, you were so busy looking for results, we don't see them. You know, a lot of the time, because we have ideas about the results, so. Yeah, it's like looking for a cat and thinking it has like tiger stripes. You see the cat, but you don't. Your idea it has to have stripes, so you miss it. Yeah, it ha- its right there, but there's not a recognition. So, what do you do? what do you have to do? Just keep hoping to see the the cat the way you want it, or give up the idea and then you see the cat. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, we have Kaiser. Always a pleasure, Kaiser. Yeah. We got Lucas. He's chilling. Yeah. Nice to see you, Lucas. Yeah. Got the side profile today. Yeah. You know, I got more important things to do, but I'll look every once in a while left and see what's happening on the zoo. It's okay. <laughs> we got Al. Al, the, the, the Trinity, Al, I don't know where I would put Al in the Trinity of, of, uh, Yoda and, uh, Einstein, but yeah, I think it would be like an Al sandwich, yeah, that's good. We got Stefan on having never left, we got, uh, we got Camille, thank you for your, your coming over and sharing, pleasure. Uh, phone number, I don't know what that is. Uh, we got oh, uh, Dave B. and Anish. Uh, everyone, another Dave B. We got Dave Bitterman and Dave B. Gratitude. Kathleen, there she is. Deborah Babb. I almost missed this page. Kerry, nice to see you, Kerry. Say hello to Judith.
0: Aloha, Paul. I will Aloha.
1: do Thank you. We got Tommy. I think he's he's rooted in Ireland. Chris T. Uh, Chris B. in Mammoth Lakes. Chris, whatever happened? I never. I don't think I saw you up here. Oh, well, come on up sometime. Let me know. Uh, all right. I think that's it. Hopefully, I'll see some of you today at 4:30 Pacific time. If not, we'll be there tomorrow night. It's all on the event page and Bitch Slap. And we will be back east, not this week, but next week, the 23rd. So Thursday, there won't be a recovery meeting the 23rd. Because I'll be going to the airport, I think. All right? So, yeah. All right. See you guys. See you later. Bye-bye.